We are the only minority group that you can join overnight. From Overnight Productions. In the twinkling of an eye, in fact. It's all right. You may all come out. Suck it up. Get a girlfriend. Marry a woman. Settle down. Have kids. You've hidden it for this long. What's a couple more decades? The perfect time is always now, you know, and I, I, I wish I had done this a long time ago. Jackson trying to get out, can't do it. Carl Nassib had the hit on Jackson. Ebony, my love. Rebel, my love. Happy Pride. to This Way Out, the international LGBTQ radio magazine. I'm Lucia Chappelle. Our news wrap crew will return after the holidays to update you on the latest news inter-affecting queer communities around the world on this week's special show. Every gay person must come out. Yeah! Once you do, you will feel so much better. Come out, come out, wherever you are. While COVID-19 has had us staying in our houses, some interesting celebrities took Harvey Milk's enduring advice and came out of their closets in 2021. One star of country music bulldozed his closet door in February. I'm a bad joke at the wrong time. Hell, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for some, but I'm not for everyone. Country music's T.J. Osborne waited until he was 36 years old to come out publicly. The vocalist half of the best-selling Brothers Osborne did it in a lengthy interview this week in Time and elaborated during an appearance on The Ellen DeGeneres Show. Through my insecurities, I've built it up to maybe be a bigger hurdle than it really was the whole time. The perfect time is always now, you know, and I, I, I honestly, I instantaneously felt like I wish I had done this a long time ago. T.J. Osborne is the first openly gay musician on a major country music label. I feel pretty confident going to places like L.A. and going to Chicago and playing here in Nashville where I live. And I'm curious to see how it, it all plays out with us going into rural America. I'm good for some, but I'm not for everyone. June 2021. National Football League fans and allies are cheering a winning move for LGBTQ rights by Las Vegas Raiders defensive lineman Carl Nassib this week. Nassib opened his closet door in a video message on Instagram, making him the first active NFL player to do so. What's up, people? I'm Carl Nassib. I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Um, I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. Um, but until then, you know, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate. And I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. They're an incredible organization. They're the number one suicide prevention service for LGBTQ youth in America. 
and they're truly doing incredible things. And I'm very excited to be a part of it, to help in any way that I can. And I'm really pumped to see what the future holds. Uh, that's all I have for you guys. I hope you have a great day. Work hard. Teammates, league officials, and queer activists expressed their support for NASIB, none more than Amit Paley, CEO and executive director of the Trevor Project, the queer teen suicide group NASIB gifted. This has a huge impact on LGBTQM people. Paley spoke to ABC News about the importance of NASIB's actions and his contribution. Representation really does matter, and we know that there is still enormous discrimination in society against LGBTQ people. And so today, a lot of LGBTQ young people are going to see this announcement and are going to be able to, to dream a little differently and to see possibilities for what success can look like. I know there are other gay players in the league, and I hope more come out. Jim Bozinski of Outsports predicted in a CBS News interview that NASIB's coming out means a more hopeful future for LGBTQ athletes. More kids will play football now who identify as LGBTQ because of him, and that's a big plus. NASIB's announcement has also had an impact on fashion. His jersey is now the NFL's top seller. Little Nas X electrified the red carpet at the BET Awards in Los Angeles on June 27th and turned heads again sharing a lip lock with a male dancer while performing his hit, Call Me By Your Name. But all hailed Queen Latifah when the actress superstar accepted her Lifetime Achievement Award with a shout-out to her longtime partner, choreographer Ebony Nichols, and their son, Rebel. I want to thank BET for creating an outlet for beautiful blackness to thrive, to shine. Bless everybody that graced this stage tonight and everyone in the audience for all your support. Be black. Black is beautiful. I've always celebrated the woman because I was raised by a strong black woman and raised by a father who loves women. We can't live without each other. I wanted to celebrate us because I know together we stand stronger than when we tear each other apart. And I've seen enough of that. So respect to all the female MCs on the stage tonight. I'm gonna get off this stage, but I thank you so much for all of you, the fans, for supporting every crazy ass thing I've done through the years. And thank you for making Equalizer number one. Ebony, my love. Rebel, my love. Peace. Happy Pride. That was Lil Nas X and BET Awards Lifetime Achievement honoree, Queen Latifah. September 2021. The NFL's first openly gay professional football player made an auspicious debut in his first regular season game. Las Vegas Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib forced a fumble in overtime against the Baltimore Ravens that opened the door for the Raiders' offense. Here's the call on ESPN's Monday Night Football. Third and seven. Jackson trying to get out. Can't do it. He's taken down and it's out. And the Raiders have recovered it. 
Nassib had the hit on Jackson, who was down. Only now is Lamar picking himself up. Darius Phylon fell on the football. Nassib poked it free, and the Raiders are back in business. The Raiders went on to win the game 30-27. to November 2021. T.J. Osborne and his brother John take the stage at the annual Country Music Awards in Nashville, Tennessee. For many years, I would watch this show year after year, and I always thought how incredible it would be. I would dream of being up here on this stage. And there were so many things you know, that were so many hurdles for me. And I always felt, truthfully felt, like it would never be possible because of my sexuality to be here. And I just wish, I wish my younger me could see me now. CMA Award for Vocal Duo of the Year goes to Brothers Osborne! This is Brothers Osborne's fourth win for Vocal Duo of the Year. Oh my God. I tell you, every time that we have won this award, it has never ever ceased to be extremely shocking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And honestly, it is so incredible to be here. Thanks to everyone who voted for us. It's been a crazy roller coaster of a year for us in so many ways, especially for me emotionally. And to have you all support me, it really does feel like love wins tonight. Thank you. Hi, this is Janice Ian, and you're listening to This Way Out. You ain't gonna get this nowhere else. Hey friend, when you feel like you're alone And the world throws out a lot of hate It's not the end, you're not out there on your own There's still so much in life to celebrate Canadian spirit artist Tyler Boyle is a TEDx talking educator, entertainer, and inspirational speaker. He recorded this rendition of his talk, Being Extraordinary, especially for This Way Out. Ordinary. An adjective meaning what is commonplace. Normal. We, the LGBTQ2IA people, are considered by many as outside of what is considered ordinary in a primarily cisgendered heteronormative world. Aren't we therefore the extra ordinary? Aren't we therefore the extraordinary?
The initialism of LGBTQ2IA+, is a box to place anyone who isn't heterosexual or cisgender. If I had my way, there would be an H for heterosexual in the LGBT abbreviation, so that the term loses its power as a label for otherness and separation. The feeling of not being normal, of feeling out of the ordinary, of being a minority, of being different, of feeling lesser, is the cause of so much fear and pain for many queer people both inside and outside of the closet. By adding one simple letter, an H, the term loses its power as a box marked miscellaneous, a brand for anyone outside of the ordinary. The term would evolve from being a categorization of otherness to a term to describe the intricacies, spectra, and fluidities of love, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, and biological sex. This simple change could help many people feel just a little more ordinary. But damn, it also feels good to be extra ordinary. As it stands, some would have you think that you as a sexual or gender minority are not ordinary. But I am here to introduce to you how in my mind, through my eyes, you are extraordinary. I realize something important. We can look at our differences from what is normal as negative. Evidence that we are lesser. Or, instead, we can look at ourselves through the lens of being extraordinary. Today I'm going to highlight an aspect of the LGBTQ2IA experience that sets us apart from the ordinary life journey. This goes out to those of you who have struggled with your sexuality or identity, formerly or presently, and anyone who has been racked by fear and shame because of who you are. I spent 32 of my precious years in the closet. The truest expression of who I was crippled me with fear, self-loathing, and shame. Once I realized, or admitted to myself, that I was gay, my next step did not become planning my coming out. Instead, I planned how I could repress and hide who I was. Shut up. Suck it up. Get a girlfriend. Marry a woman. Settle down. Have kids. You've hidden it for this long. What's a couple more decades? Believe it or not, this commentary in my head is the voice of self-preservation. Ironically, this voice is meant to protect us, keep us safe and alive, but the voice does not always have our best interests in mind. Here's an excerpt from my coming out letter that illustrates this. It feels like I have spent three decades building a fence around myself. The fence was meant to protect me from the people on the outside, the people that might reject, hate, or hurt me. Little did I realize that the fence I had built to protect me was now my prison. In building it, I had unknowingly trapped myself inside. I shook the bars and yelled for help, pitied myself, gave up, and sat in the dark. But within arm's reach, I have always had the keys to escape just lying there. I was just too afraid to reach for them. The first person I came out to was my best friend since kindergarten. I didn't plan to, 
but there the two words were, sitting precariously on the tip of my tongue. I'm gay. Two words that were saturated with such fear and poison that when they finally tumbled out of my mouth, I collapsed to the floor in wailing sobs. Then my body gave out and I went into shock. Over two words. But what felt like my life ending turned out to be the extraordinary beginning. When we are scared and in the closet, many of us put a limit on how fully we foresee living our lives because we cannot or will not entertain the thought of living freely, openly, happily, self-accepting, clear of mind and conscience. Why spend time imagining something you truly believed you could never have? Why risk thinking something so indulgent and grandiose? Because what if the vision was too appealing and you gave in? Scarier still, what if someone found out? That's too dangerous, says our mind. But please, says our heart. For myself and others, especially queer people in generations before me, the vision of our futures were bleak and limited. Living authentically was out of the question. No letting go of the act. Don't let them see. No love, no weddings, no kids, no allies, no freedoms. And if there were, it was to the wrong person. This is generally not a concern for heterosis people. The futures they imagine are much more clear. Out of fear of rejection, abandonment, or harm, queer people put a cap on our lives' happiness and potential. We find ourselves living from moment to moment and not the future. We put a ceiling on how fulfilled we will ever feel. Because being yourself is too damn scary and people don't like when you are not ordinary. So, how are we then extraordinary? There are two things that are more extraordinary than anything else on this side of the closet. The first is that I have never met a single person who has regretted coming out, no matter their experience with the process. And the second, I am finally free to know love. I am now living a life that would make my 16-year-old self weep with relief, awe, and gratitude. I didn't fulfill my lifeless black-and-white plan to fit in with the ordinary. Instead, I am living a life beyond in rainbow technicolor. Here is a shift in mindset to consider. We can either spend our time highlighting the ways we are not ordinary, or we can choose gratitude that we are living an extraordinary life beyond the fearful colorless versions that we might have once foreseen. Here's another excerpt from my coming out letter to illustrate the exact moment where awe and gratitude and the extraordinary started to reveal itself. For the better part of my life, I only ever pictured the worst. Everyone will hate you. They will leave you. They will be angry. They'll be disappointed. They'll pity you. They'll be disgusted. When I came out to my best friend, I was completely baffled that she didn't prove my fears to be true, that I invested so much time and energy into believing. 
tell me you're sad or disappointed. I won't, because I'm not. How could these decades of fear have been for nothing? How could they have been false when they felt so real? I guess, however, if for the next 30 years you told yourself the same lies every day, wouldn't you start believing them too? The past couple weeks, my head literally feels heavy from trying to process that I am living a completely different future than the one I had always saw for myself. My heart, spirit, friendships, and family are all intact. I have cried more out of joy and gratitude and relief in the past two weeks than the rest of my life combined. Accept my deepest gratitude for literally redefining my future. There are two things that are more extraordinary than anything else on this side of the closet. The first is that I have never met a single person who has regretted coming out, no matter their experience with the process. And the second, I am finally free to know love. At the pinnacle of living this extraordinary life, This unique queer life is opening yourself to the potential of falling in love with yourself and others. A common misunderstanding, especially from straight cis people, is that you're undergoing a journey about your sexuality. But baby, this ain't about sex. This is a love story. Real, reciprocal, unrestrained love. In creating love for yourself, you simultaneously create the room to love others. This is extraordinary because for some of us, we once forbade ourselves from this kind of love. Another extraordinary experience for us is the feeling of a first kiss with the right someone after spending so long fearing it. In this same way, imagine what it feels like just to hold someone's hand. For this reason, these experiences hit us as all the more momentous, sacred. For me, both of these experiences weren't until my 30s. All of the maturity, awareness, and intelligence of an adult, but all the nerves, excitement, and shivers of a pubescent teen. That is not ordinary. That is extraordinary. My message is this. Let's marvel in delicious gratitude for these aspects of our extraordinary LGBTQ plus life. We are living one version of happily ever after. For those of us who spend so long living in the darkness, living in fear, we have the unique circumstance of knowing what it feels like to live a life greater than what we ever thought possible. To see just how far you've come, I encourage you to sit down one day and write a love letter to your 16-year-old self and tell them everything that you are now and everything that you have, everything that you've allowed yourself to experience, and imagine their awestruck reaction, their relief, their pride, their tears of joy. If, on the other hand, you are someone who is still struggling with your sexuality, gender, or identity, 
I encourage you to do the opposite. Write a future love letter to yourself. Write down the opposite of your tendency to catastrophize. I want you to fantasize instead about love, allies, happiness, safety, potential, feeling whole, being loved, feeling free, living authentically. Write it down, read, and reread it. Listen, I'm not saying that all of your problems will disappear when you come out. Lord knows I wish that were true. But as the singer Nightbird says, you can't wait for life to not be hard anymore before you decide to be happy. Can I get a gay man? Life is hard for everyone. But it's easier to manage when you get to introduce the world and introduce yourself to the real you. When you show up shining your light, you show up better than you ever have showing up as a shadow. Whether you begin living your authentic life by smashing the closet doors off their hinges, whether you quietly and inconspicuously step out of the wardrobe, or whether you test the climate of life outside the armoire one tentative and carefully placed toe at a time, the results can be the same. An extraordinary life beyond your wildest imaginings. It gets better, better, better. The pain will let up, let up, let up. If you fall, just get up, get up, get up. Oh, cause there's another way. It gets better, Our thanks to Tyler Boyle for his special This Way Out version of Being Extraordinary. You can find out more about Tyler and his work at his website, tylercboyle.com, or follow him on Instagram at Monsieur Boyle, M-O-N-S-I-E-U-R-B-O-Y-L-E. There are several online resources for closet-bound LGBTQ people. The Trevor Project and itgetsbetter.org are good examples of where you can get advice for your particular situation. This Way Out is supported in part by contributions from our listeners. Some give a little each month. Some make a larger annual contribution. More information and a link to give are online at thiswayout.org. Our celebration of 2021's high-profile outcomings continues next week with Josh Cavallo and Cal Penn. I'm at my home here in Adelaide. There's something personal that I need to share with everyone. I'm a footballer and I'm gay. There used to be a White Castle right here in this location. Where is it? Josh and I have been together for 11 years. I'm really happy to share that chapter with folks. And queer music focus producer Steve Sims celebrates this year's LGBTQ Grammy nominees. That's next time, next year, on This Way Out. Happy 2022! Thanks for discovering This Way Out, brought to you by the nonprofit Overnight Productions. Some program material this week came from Tanya Kane Perry and Sarah Montague, produced by Brian DeShazer, and from Tyler Boyle. 
You heard music performed by Brothers Osborne, Little Nas X, and from It Gets Better, Broadway Sings for the Trevor Project. Kim Wilson composed and performed our theme music. This Way Out thanks the Kicking Assets Fund of the Tides Foundation, the Yavana Foundation, a bequest from Christopher David Trenton, and donors Paul Bannon and Richard Merck and Brad Payton of Silicon Valley. Listener donors make this program possible. Look for This Way Out Radio on social media, email info at thiswayout.org, or write to us at P.O. Box 1065, Los Angeles, California, 90078, USA. For coordinating producer Greg Gordon and the entire This Way Out crew, I'm Lucia Chappell. Thanks for listening online at thiswayout.org, on popular audio outlets, or wherever you get your podcasts, and a growing number of local community radio stations around the world, including stations in North America, Europe, Southern Africa, Asia, Oceania, and this one. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay tuned, y'all.